Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. I know it's been, I think, over a week since we've seen you last. Of course, we had the Thanksgiving holiday here in the United States, and uh, Kristen and I had some other work we had to take care of. But it's good to see you again. We're glad to be back. And I want to talk to you today. The topic of today's message is going from the fairy tale to being the bride of Christ. And, and here's what I mean about that, okay? I think too often in both our personal relationships and in our relationships with God, we focus too much on the fairy tale and we don't focus on really what happens afterwards. We don't focus on the relationship itself. You know, in in fairy tales in our relationship, we've all seen the movies, right? And Kristen's a huge fan of Disney and so we've watched uh, Cinderella, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, Aladdin, any any kind of Disney movie that's come out, we've seen it. And a lot of these are fairy tales, okay? my The, the money I paid for the Disney Plus subscription was one of the best investments I've ever made. And I invested in Amazon several years ago. So this was – I probably actually saved more money just paying for Disney Plus than I, I made investing in Amazon. But anyway, the story arc of a fairy tale is it's all basically the same thing, right? You've got this one person who represents the ideal, and that's usually like the prince, right? Or sometimes, you know, the gender roles are switched and it's the princess. But one person represents the ideal and the other person is sort of the protagonist that we follow, right? That's the person who we're looking to get with the, with the, the prince or princess, the royalty, the one who's trying to achieve the royalty, right? And the story arc is, you know, they usually don't know each other or there's some kind of obstacle that, that separates the two, you know, because of their backgrounds or whatever. Maybe there's some misunderstanding. And the tension is how do we bring these two people together? And then finally, they come together and they kiss and they get married and, and, and that's it. And the fairy tale ends. Okay. The problem is, in real life, that's not the ending. That's the beginning, right? We don't, we don't end with the wedding day. We don't end with the first kiss or the falling in love or anything like that. That's the beginning. Okay. And the relationship has to continue to build from there. One of the things that's actually fortunate about Kristen and I is that we live about an hour and a half apart, maybe a little bit less than that, depending on traffic. And, and so even though we only get to be with each other in person a couple times per week, over the course of the week, we spend a lot of time with each other FaceTiming, which really forces us to have very meaningful conversations. I love spending time with Kristen, but we have fun together. You know, we watch TV, watch movies, we'll do other things. We don't always spend a lot of time in deep conversation. Okay. When we're apart, we spend at least an hour every day in deep conversation, building up the relationship, creating that stronger, deeper foundation. And so actually what, you know, I thought of in the beginning of the relationship as something that was kind of a handicap, like, why don't I get to spend more time with this person? You know, we knew back then that God had his reasons. And I think that's one of the primary reasons, because by being apart, it enables us just to have these these constant conversations with each other where we really, really work to build our relationship. Well, in our spiritual relationship with God, we have a fairy tale stage too, right? And that's the stage before we're born again, before we even meet God. That's the stage where we're wandering through life. And we've got this idea in our head of this ideal, right? Which represents sort of what we want to achieve to fill the emptiness in our life. 
And then one day, you know, maybe we hear some preacher give a great sermon or, you know, some friend talks to us about Christ or something like that. And, and we hear that this is what we need to fill this void in our lives. And we're in church or wherever and we go to the front and we say the call of salvation. We have this great emotional experience and you could hear kind of everybody applauding. And, you know, and if this was a movie, we'd say the end and the curtains were closed whatever. That's not the end. That's the beginning. Okay. That's the end of maybe the fairy tale stage of it. Okay, but that's just when the work begins. Too many people think getting born again means, okay, congratulations, now everything you need has been downloaded inside of you and you just have to run out the clock until someday you die and go to heaven. That's not it at all. We don't get saved and then wait to die or we certainly don't get saved and, and then die the next day. Getting saved, okay, that's just like the wedding, all right? The, actually, the Bible actually describes the, the church membership, not not the physical church, but which is to say the body of Christ, okay, as being as being the bride of Christ. And so when you accept Christ, you are literally becoming part of the the church, quote unquote, okay, which is known as the bride of Christ, which is really just further illustrates that this is your wedding day when you get born again. That's great. Okay. But now the work of the relationship has to continue building. I did that sermon a couple weeks ago called I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For about that famous U2 song where the band talks about how they believe in Christ and all those things, but there's still something missing. And I explained, yeah, what's missing is you, you've missed the relationship part. You've come to the wedding day and you've gotten married. Okay. To God. But now, now you, you haven't built the relationship up. And so how do you do that? Well, it's the same thing, right? We've done, I think, uh, close to 30 episodes now in this relationship series explaining it, trying to show the parallels between the personal and the spiritual relationships. And so it's not something I can explain in a minute, but basically it's this. Building the relationship is about building the relationship. It's about putting the time in every day. Kristen and I, every day, not only do we talk to each other, we pray twice a day at least. We pray in the morning, we pray at night. Okay, we we watch um, you know different ministers on TV like Joel Osteen. I listen every night to someone like Joyce Myers or Charles Stanley or Derek Prince or those people. Okay, we're constantly going to God and we're constantly asking God to grow us and we're constantly saying, God, show us more in our lives that we can yield to you. Show me how to pull more of me away from from this body here. Pull more of me out. Replace the fre- the flesh so that you can come in with the Spirit. What you begin to understand is that relationships in God's world are about oneness. The Bible describes the romantic relationship as the two becoming one flesh. Well, the spiritual relationship is about the two becoming one spirit, okay? Replacing your spirit with the Spirit of God. The purpose of life, when you really understand it, is to let is to yield entirely to God, to yield more and more of you to God every single day. So you become less like yourself and more like him. And eventually he totally takes over you. And when you understand what's really happening, you're not actually becoming less of yourself that way. You're becoming more of yourself because your destiny, your destiny is oneness in Christ. Your destiny is to actually be conformed to Christ. You don't really lose your personality. It's not like people don't recognize Jordan anymore. I'm still me. Okay, but I'm the best version of me I can be because I'm the, I'm the Christ-like version of me. All right. So the point of this is simply this, guys. For those people who, you know, have, have bought into Christianity, but they still have that void or they feel like, well, what is missing? This, this was supposed to be the end all cure all. I don't get it. Yeah. It's the same thing as, as the, as the couple that has the fairy tale romance and they get married and then nothing ever develops. 
You can, you can have the fairy tale your whole life. Don't get me wrong. You never have to lose the excitement, whether in your personal relationship or in your relationship with Christ, okay? But you do have to, just as the fairy tale lifts you up, you also have to dig deeper and deeper and deeper to build a stronger and stronger foundation every day, all right? So if you're at that point in your life spiritually where, yeah, you've accepted Christ and, yeah, you believe in all these things, but you're still missing something, okay? What you're missing is the relationship aspect of it. And you you build the relationship by studying by studying the Bible, by talking to other people, by listening to the various uh, people on, on the radio and just... Just every day saying, God, show me something else that I can yield to you and giving more to God every day. Okay. And just like in the best relationships, the best relationships are about taking. The best relationships are about giving. You give more to God every day. He'll give more to you every day. And that'll fill those voids. He'll show you other voids that can be filled and that will fill you up. And that's how you really go from just having this sort of fairy tale romance that just kind of has a very short story arc. Okay. To, to, to being really part of having this great, long-lasting relationship with God that fills you from top to bottom. That's my message for you today. I love that. I love how you put all that. And it's so true because, you know, it, it's a funny thing. It's a funny balance in when you're talking about fairy tales where you have sort of two extremes, right, where people say, uh, you know, Oh, the fairy tale is unrealistic. Don't believe in the fairy tale. Just expect nothing. Expect your life to be right. here. And I don't, I, I understand they're trying to say, you know, that nothing's perfect and everything, but it kind of, they miss the point in that aspect. That's why I love the way you just put that because they, they miss it. They think, oh, okay, well, it's kind of besides the point is what I'm saying. And then you have the other people who say, oh, everything's just going to be whatever. And so both are wrong and both don't have the emphasis on, on the real beauty of, of life, the real beauty of just like our relationship with the Lord. And the same is parallel. Some people put the emphasis on the excitement of, you know, the emotional hype or whatever. And they, they're missing. And then other people say, oh, you can't have that excitement with the Lord. And they're miss, both missing the point. It's about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's about, it's not an emotional hype, but you should have excitement and times of renewal. So it's kind of an interesting parallel, like you said. And so you can have that excitement your whole life, but you also have to um, kind of go with it and dig deeper to what and not miss the point right. and not miss that. You know, I used to see in church where they'd have the call to salvation. And I used to go to this larger church with, you know, a few thousand people every Sunday. And they do the call to salvation. So it wouldn't just be like two or three people. It would be like 30 or 40 people would go to the front. And I noticed like every week, like half the group was the group that I would see every week. And it's like, you've been born again. I see you there every week. You keep doing it. And what I realized was happening was these people were going back for the emotional high. And, you know, God made us emotional creatures for a reason. Emotions are very important. There was a study of some people who uh, had suffered severe brain injuries that had only affected the part of the brain that processed emotions. Mm. And so they thought, okay, well, maybe these people would all be like hyper-rational because they don't have emotion to kind of mm. compromise their judgment. They'd all be these really like ultra-logical people like Spock or something like that. And what they found was actually they were really irrational people. And what they hypothesized was that that emotion is the part of your brain that gives things context. It gives it mm. it gives it value. And so we're supposed to be an emotional. In our relationship with God, listen, we're emotional beings, and it's supposed to have an emotional component to it. But that's not all it is. Yeah. Okay. It's emotional, and it's rational, and it's spiritual, 
And the spiritual part of your relationship with God is the same thing. It's a spiritual part of your relationship with your partner. Right. That's that's the foundation. That's the digging deep. That's that's the going into the roots. That's saying, you know, what what about me? How do I conform more to you, God? How do I? What else is in me that needs to come out? And sometimes it's bad behaviors and bad habits, especially for newer Christians. But you know, there are other things as well. Um, certain fears. If you're if you're going to say, God, I want you to take over my life. Okay, well, there's going to be some times where God's going to steer you in a direction where you're going to have to face a fear or two. You're going to have to face insecurities. All right, so it's not always uh, it, it's it's not always that you've done something bad, but there's something else that's holding you back from totally giving yourself over to God. So that's really the trick. The trick is to totally give yourself over to God. Just like you know, our relationship wouldn't work if we didn't totally give ourselves over to each other. But every day we learn something new about what that means, yeah. and we're able to do it in a greater and greater capacity, which is very, it's a weird thing to say that like, you know, a year ago, I loved you with all my heart. And today I love you with all my heart. But that means something very different today than it did back then. And I thought that back then that was the most I could. And that was nothing compared to right now. So that's really, that's really the point. Now, listen, again, that's the fairy tale doesn't have to end. But the fairy tale at a minimum needs to be supplemented by the digging part, the, the so work good. part of it, which is not, doesn't have to be labor, but it, it, it nevertheless, it has to be done. Okay. That's the point. And you hit the nail right in the head when you said the two extremes are wrong. The people who just want to yeah. live in la la land and every day is, is, is blissful and never do the serious things. They're missing it. Okay. Yeah. And the other people who are complete like downers it. who are just like, Oh no, A you, you expect nothing and you won't <laughs> be disappointed. No, it's just yeah. going to go away. Like they're missing it too. You're, yeah. you know, the the fairy tale part and the substance part they're both very real mm-hmm. okay but um they have to both be there That's so right. excellent excellent point my love what a what a prize i have right here <laughs> yeah, and I'm believe right. me I, disney let me tell you something disney plus should kick me back money okay for what for you know me <laughs> yes! promoting them like this but seriously I, like imagine if we had to pay for all those movies we were renting I instead know. of doing the monthly thing it's a great thing and it's positive and uplifting for the whole family yeah <laughs> All right, love. Lead us in prayer. All right. Mm-hmm. I love you. I got your hair in my mouth. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, that with you, we are betrothed to you and we have your ring on. We are sealed in you and you are perfection. And God, we surrender everything to you. Sometimes we have an image in our mind. But we know that you have even better, even better. If it's not the image that we have, you've got even better, God. You're an even better God. You're an even if God. And Lord, you are writing our story continually. And it's not a failure story. It's a success story. Mm -hmm. It's not, we are not victims. We are victors. And so, God, we thank you for writing our story. We thank you for writing that story of life and love and peace and harmony and abundance, Lord. And and no matter what, Lord, you say that when we go through the valleys, you will be with us. And so those people who are going through the valleys, Lord, we know the lie from the enemy to say, oh, see, I should just expect this. Oh, see, this is what happens. Now, God has beauty for you. And for those who are on the mountaintop saying, oh, I'm I'm afraid of the valley that are come that's coming. It, both are incorrect. Both are missing the focus on Jesus that no matter what we go through in this life, that God's holding our hand 
and that the fairy tale is has much greater meaning, much greater substance because it, we are perfected in you, God, and because you have you are on the throne. And you are bringing a complete work in our lives. And you know the plans you have for us to prosper us, not to harm us, and give us a hope and a future. And you have the best future always. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. We have a zillion prayer requests today because we're a week and a half behind. Yes. Uh, so we're just going to read the names and the, the topics. And I'll start with ministry. Yes. The following people are praying um, uh, that they improve in their ministry call. Let's just say that. So uh, Thomas, Joshua, Mbola, Friday, Beatrice, Charon, Pastor, Erasmu, Safali, uh, Devinder, Chris, Juni, John, Chakra, Raymond, Freeman, uh, and Freeman, I should say. Father God, we thank you that you've called these people to ministry. Of course, all of us are supposed to be our own ministry. But God, for these people in, in particular, we pray that your light shines brightly through them. That you're, that these people just radiate your goodness and your love, that they, they bring many multitudes of people to Christ, that, that, that you just expand their vision. God, whatever their vision is for the ministry, just expand it. Take the limits off. Have these people, God, just do great works in your name and bring many people to Christ and not just bring them to Christ, but God, change the world because our world needs changing. It needs positive changing. Thank you for all these people, God. And we thank you, God, that, that all of them have been called to the ministry. And that you who've done a great, begun a great work and then we'll see it through to the day of Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And for healing, we have several people asking for healing. Ellen, Parveen, Eleanor, Blessed, Joseph, Gideon, Rosagam, Kennedy, uh, Motula, Samir, Hamalal, Stella, Eliza, Lahori, Demarius, Annie, Annabelle, Ramesh, Bakiwaso, Gene, Alice, Kellen, and Samantha. Yes, and and our and someone um, that we know. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray for all of these people, God. And Nicole. And Nicole. Lord, you are our healer. When you say things, Lord, you are we we trust you, God. You are not a halfway healing God. You are total healing. Whether that's a paper cut or a life-threatening disease, Lord, you heal. You heal. I love the story of the woman with the issue of blood. How you felt the power go out of you with that woman's desperation to touch you, Lord. So we intercede for these people, God, and we ask you to touch them, God, and to make your blood flow over them. By your stripes, we are healed. In Jesus' name, amen. I like what Kellen wrote here. She says, pray for healing for my mom. Cancer is not her portion. That's absolutely mm, right. Good for yeah. you. All right. The following people are praying for financial um, financial healing, financial blessings. Adina, Allen, Elizabeth, Lotha, Paul, uh, Tita, Rhodes, R-H-O-D-Z, Mary, Chimka, C-H-I-M-K-A, Etoy, Vicky, Burley, Angie, Prem, the Ellen, V-V-E-L-L-E-N, Julia, Anili, Allen, Elma, Mizhub, Sally, Ada, Elizabeth, Matthias, Pushups. This person's name is Pushups. Yeah. Ambibola, Mary, David, Adango, Tabby, Barbara, Sixu, spelled S-I-X-U, Seni, 
Jolie, Florence, Catherine, and Jesse. Is that it? Yep. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm reminded of something Kristen said one time, that a lot of times... Sometimes spiritual needs, like financial needs, are linked to other spiritual needs. That there's something going wrong on your, in someone's life spiritually. Mm. Because money is such an easy thing for God. We don't serve a poor God. Yeah. But I think a lot of times God uses money to, to push us really into spiritual conformity or push us to a higher level. And so God, for all these people, I thank you that you are their portion, mm-hmm. that you are their provider. You're, you're El Shaddai our provider. You were made poor so that we could be made rich. Surely you bore our not only our sicknesses and our infirmities, okay, but you bore our poverties as well. Psalms 1-1 talks about how you want all of us to prosper. God, for all of these people, I pray that you use this financial need they have now for your glory in that they get closer to you in praying this through and in standing in faith. And that God, that you not only bless them financially, but you show them that the purpose of blessing them financially is so that they can be a blessing to other people also financially. So God, thank you for providing for these people. We call these people, we call their, their businesses prosperous. We call their, their jobs lucrative. We pray for promotion for these people. And we just pray that, that, that other people see the miracle that you do in their lives, that they give you all the credit, God. Because it's so easy to ask you for financial blessings. Then you get blessed and people say, ah, oh, look how look how smart I am. Look how talented I am. Mm. God, thank you. Thank you that Kristen and I are not like that. Yeah. Thank you that Kristen and I, as you bless us financially, we always give you the credit, God. Thank you. Uh, even I spoke about Amazon earlier. Thank you, God, that you gave me that investment idea. Thank you, God, that you gave me my business and my clients. God, thank you that you yes. are giving all of these people great investment ideas and you're giving them great businesses and great clients and great jobs. You're meeting all of their needs, and they're going to meet the needs of other people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. We've got people asking for spiritual um, guidance and just favor and just an overall, like an overhaul on their spiritual lives. For Marge, Rejoy, Ganji, Samawatu, Samawatu, Miriam, Ari, uh, Jonathan, Thawandi, Ruchi, Austin, Dolores, Ilfredi, Nevo, Bonant, Nadia, Sylvia, and Prajeed. And a lot of these people are asking, the constant theme is the feeling of peace, like they can't find God's peace or or just that things are kind of falling apart. So in Jesus' name, I ask, Lord, Lord, you say that we just ask you for anything in your name that we and receive it and believe we've received it, we'll have it. And I know that your peace is something that passes all understanding that is a promise for every believer, Lord. So I pray that each of these people would feel your peace, God, would get into the word and get into to just really having quiet times with you, God, where you just meet them where they are in intimacy and intimate relationship, God, with you and in trust with you and quietness and trust shall be your strength. One verse says, so God, I pray that for each and every person, I pray for your favor. And I pray that you would just, Lord, you can come in and you can completely, completely rectify any situation. And so God, we thank you for your amazing power that you're doing in all these lives in Jesus name. Amen. What are we up to? Family. The following people have prayers for their families. Ando, Jenny, Sophie, Sonia, 
Rochelle Chandrika Buki, B-U-K-K-Y, Salma Riza George and John, Manju and Baby, Shama Kavita, I'm going to go and take children too, it's the same thing. Mon- and the following people have prayers specifically for their children. Or want of children. Yeah, these are want, people yeah, want, want children. Yep. Monica Lynn Prince Akello. I might as well just go into relationships here. People want to be in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Gonda Mildred Namawayu, Joan Manyi Lucky, and Franklin. Well, Father God, we know that you love the family. We know you like taking a bunch of different different individuals and bringing them together into one unit and bringing all these different units into you. God, we thank you for all of the, the family members these people have. And we pray that they're blessed and prosperous and healthy, that they're guided by you in everything. For the people praying for children, God, you are the God, our provider. We pray that you, you've put this on their hearts, God. You gave Abraham and Sarah a children, a child when it would have been impossible. God, we pray you do the impossible for these people. And for those people who are looking um, for that special someone, God, your word says it is not good that man should be alone. And if you put this on the heart of these people, God, I pray that you bring them the right person. And not just that, but that you keep the wrong people away from them. Mm. We get so many prayer requests from from women in particular who say, oh, I met such and such a person online and they seem like the right person. And, and now they're not returning my calls or they moved away. Now they're not interested. Pray that they come back. Like, no, thank you, God, for keeping the wrong people away. Yes. Thank you, God, for slamming the door sometimes when yes. we're trying to yank that door open and saying, God, this must be the door that you want us to go through. It's like, no, thank you, God, for closed doors. But God, thank you so much that you have the right people for them. Yes. Thank you that you have the right babies for all these people. Mm-hmm. Father God, we pray they're all born healthy, but we know you love every baby no matter what. And God, thank you for the family in general. We, th- we pray for peace. We pray against spirits of divorce, including in those friends I was telling you about. We pray, we pray against spirits of divorce. And division, we pray against uh, uh, spirits of, of alcoholism and spousal abuse and just overall selfishness, God. We pray for just healthy relationships, help, healthy and happy family relationships for all these people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. And these are just miscellaneous uh, prayers um, for different people. And I do understand, I've become aware of um, not only Belize has uh, flooding but also uh, Ethiopia, there's a, a war going on. A lot of Christians are being persecuted. And, and we got some notes about some um, rather grim things that are going on there. So, Lord, we do pray for this in Ethiopia and Belize in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, and we just ask for you to just come into those situations. Come in right now and pre- create your peace and create your revival like those countries have never known before and countries all around this world, God, your peace and your joy. And we pray for Kusmano and Asif and Celestine and Nazarwari and Mary and Manju and um, Tadale and Rosa and Cortez and Duri and Abel and Sumi and Gunardi and um, we also pray for Pakistan and we pray for Lavote and Stephen and Nilfar and Lagima and Mistika and Thabasil and Abuk and Nabil and Shakir and Carol uh, Jackson, Gull, Doreen, Laguma, Nilfar, James, Jane, Stephen, Kaz, Thomas, Avalanesh and Nazarene. And, and God, if I've missed anybody, 
This you is, know. We have close to 80,000 followers now, so this yes. is, we got a lot of people to Praise pray for. God. And, you know, if I've missed anyone and in, in, had an error in missing anyone, the great thing is, Lord, the great comfort that I have is that you never miss anyone and you never overlook anyone. So whether or not my list is completely up to date and if, if I've missed one or two, God, you have not missed any one of these people. And if I've missed pronounce their name or whatever. God, you know their name. You know every hair in their head. And that is what is so comforting, God. You need each person's situation, God. And you love them. You love them so much. I just watched, um, I just saw on Facebook not too long ago, uh, one of my friends who's having a baby and, and she looked at that baby, um, and she just said, I love you so much. And just, she just started crying with tears of joy. And I couldn't help thinking how you feel about us, Lord. You look to us and in an even greater sense, because we just have human, human capacity to love God. You are so much greater. You are love. Mm. You are love. We can love because you first loved us. And if we just get, if I get emotional just thinking about how she loved that baby, how she loves that baby, I should say, how much more do you love us, God? Thank you for your sweet love and for these people. And please be with them and let them feel your, your complete Blanket of peace. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You know, on my watch face, Ooh. it's the Jordan and Kristen logo. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Okay. Woo, woo. All right, baby. Um, why don't you just uh, lead us all on the call to salvation again? So this is this is so, you know, if you don't know Christ, this is um, an opportunity for you to come into the kingdom so that if you were to, for example, die today, you wouldn't go to hell. You'd go to heaven. We definitely believe that. But more than that, um, it's also your wedding day. It's the day that you start your, your, your romance with God in, in the deepest sense where he really just takes over your life and gives you the fullest life now. Okay. It's not just about someday you're going to die and go to heaven and things will be great then. It's about, it's about having victory now in this life and, and having, as, as Joel Osteen says, your best life now. That's right. And you know what? Which is why it's so important, which is why I leave the, the, this part of the sermon to her, this part of the service to her. But you do it great when you do it. And you know what? God has been proposing to you. He's proposed to you over and over again. Let us stick with the analogy. Good yeah, for you. Yeah. Go, go with it. <laughs> he's been pursuing you. He has. He, he's got uh, you sealed, and he's got your betrothal ring for you to become royalty. And so he's been proposing to you over and over again, and he's just asking you, "Will you please be mine?" So if you'd like to accept his proposal, which I know you do. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we're so excited for you. And happy wedding day. And happy birthday to my brother, Wes, who I know is not watching this right now. Yes. But I'm saying happy birthday to him anyway. That's right. I also just want to say a quick prayer for my friend, Melissa, who's struggling with some uh, some issues that she needs to get through. And I think it starts with really being honest with herself and being honest with God and just giving it all up to him. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Listen, good to see you again, like I said. So one of the things we've been doing, by the way, is I always say, you know, we'll see you Friday or whatever. You know, because of the way our schedules are, sometimes it's kind of unpredictable. So I'll just say we'll see you again soon. Um, probably Friday, but can't say for certain, but you know, just follow the page and it'll come up and we'll, we'll give you, we'll give you notice and everything. Thank you so much for being with us. Have a blessed, blessed, blessed week. And as always, 
Uh, not just be blessed yourself, but be a blessing to others. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.